The Philadelphia Phillies are adding some pitching at the trade deadline. This is continued Locked On MLB trade deadline coverage. I'm Jeff Carr, Locked On MLB channel manager. With me is Connor Thomas from Locked On Phillies to discuss the Phillies trade for Michael Lorenzen. They are bolstering their starting rotation, and they do give up a prospect in the deal. But, Connor, what was your initial reaction to this trade? You know, it's funny. Michael Lorenzen has been one of the names that there have been whispers about since we started getting close to the trade deadline. So this wasn't an unexpected move for the Phillies. It fills a need. Their rotation has been good, but your guy in the fifth spot right now is Christopher Sanchez, who made like his fifth start at the major league level with his first start this year. So you get a guy who's been around the block a little bit more, and you get a guy who was an all-star this year in the American League who's having a really good year. Uh, the return as far as how you Lee who's their number five prospect. Uh, it looks like it might be a little bit high, but uh, I can't be upset at the trade. You're contending and trading a 20-year-old at high A ball is not going to kill this team, next year's team, or the team for the next five years. So uh, I like it largely. This is a move that, that when I look at it, the Phillies have been right there in the playoff race all year long, and they've got one heck of a division. The NL East has got to be like the toughest division in baseball. <laughs> And I feel like with the guys that they are chasing right now, getting as much pitching as possible is the way to go. Is this kind of how you feel? Do you feel like uh, there's more moves to be made? There's, as we're recording this, about 90 minutes left in the trade deadline. Yeah, I think there's still more to be done. Uh, the rule of thumb is that any contender wants to add bullpen help when you're going into the trade deadline. And there are plenty of good relievers still available. Like there's always those guys who just sit out on teams that are selling, that have sub three ERAs that you've never heard of. So I'm still expecting a bullpen move and the Phillies still need help in the field. But yeah, starting pitcher was my biggest need coming into the trade deadline for this team. Uh, simply because the experience lacking of Christopher Sanchez, well, that's filled now by like Michael Lorenzen. Got to get used to saying his name. Still new to me. I know you guys had him in Cincinnati for a couple years, but happy to have him here in the city of brotherly love. But Aaron Nola has not been great this year either. He just had another rough start. And the Phillies talked early in the season about going to a six-man rotation at some point this year to help mitigate all the innings thrown last year during the World Series run by their starters. And they haven't had the chance because of injuries and call-ups and send-downs and everything like that. So it's nice that they'll get the opportunity to do that here for a couple weeks, and then they'll be able to figure out who their five-man rotation is going to be for the playoffs. But, yes, more still to do for Dave Dombrowski and the Phillies front office, but I love where they've started. Yeah, Mikey Biceps is the kind of guy who's going to fit in in any situation. I mean, even if you get to the playoffs and he doesn't quite make the the starting rotation in a series, he will be a very versatile pitcher for you in whatever situation that you're looking for. You mentioned uh, how you lee and kind of how it might have been a little bit of an overpay. How would you grade it? Kind of looking at how some other trades for pitchers have gone down especially you know looking at Lucas Giolito and things like that how those trades went down is this about what you expected so here's my thing with the Lorenzo trade I'm going to preface this by saying this he's been a reliever for a lot of his career uh, he started his first year at Cincinnati and then he went back to being a starter uh, just two years or I guess last year it would have been with the mm -hmm. Angels and he's been one this year in Detroit so I worry the fact that he's over 100 innings and he rarely has gone over 100 innings in his career what the longevity is for him in that starter role so you're right he could be a bullpen guy but he's versatile in that role so when I look at the payment you're giving up for that and how you lead 
I think it's a little bit pricey, but when you look at the, what the Phillies have at the major league level, how you lose a second baseman, good hitter, uh, but only 20 years old at high A ball, you're looking at a guy who's currently blocked at the major league level by Trey Turner, who got an over decade long contract with That's the Phillies good, this yeah. offseason. <laughs> yeah, and Bryson Stott, who is hitting over 300 and seems to be the second baseman of the future for a long time for the Phillies. So it's one of those, yeah, was he a pricey prospect to give up in this situation? Probably. But he didn't really have a future with the organization in the foreseeable future because of Trey Turner and Bryson Stott. So you could afford to overpay at that position a little bit and get a guy who was an all-star this year. So uh, you got to give something to get something. And while it might look pricey when you look at it in that vein, that's like how was how you league going to help the major league team at any point? I think it's a fair trade for both sides. And when you when you look at uh... – what Michael Lorenzen does for the Phillies prospects as they move forward in this season. It, it's always hard to put a price as to, you know, uh, how much playoff success should cost. And the Phillies coming off a World Series appearance based on how they've played to this season and this acquisition. Uh, how does this make your outlook change for the rest of the year? Well, I always thought they're going to be a playoff team. I still think they do. But you have other teams in the National League who are making moves, and it's a crowded wild card race. There's a lot of teams right in there with the Giants, the Marlins. I mean, whoever ends up in second place in the NL West, uh, you've got a lot of options for teams to try and steal a spot there. The Brewers and whoever's in the Central, I could go all day because the National League has that whole middle pack. And those guys have been making moves leading up to the deadline. The Phils have been quiet. So it's more just keeping stride with the other teams who are improving. I don't know that it improves the Phillies' chances, but I think the Phillies' chances could have dropped had they not done something important at the deadline. And this is just kind of keeping them even keel with where they should be, which is one of the top two wildcard spots in the National League. As the season rolls along, make sure you keep it tuned to Locked On Phillies each and every day as Connor has you covered for how the Phillies can get back to the fall classic. Thanks so much, Connor. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it.